Good morning. We are Tim and Michelle Hill with Connect Over Coffee, and this is the Morning Moments Matter Show. We are here every weekday morning for about 10 minutes over a cup of coffee to encourage you to make your moments count. That's right. Asthma runs in my family. My grandfather had it, and so when my first asthma attack happened... My mom not only knew what to do, but she was supremely calm, and that helped me stay calm, which is critical when all of a sudden, as a third grader, you have no idea why you can't get any air into your lungs, and you have no clue as to what's going on. I don't really remember being afraid. I probably should have been (laughs) afraid, but I'm sure I wasn't because of my calm and efficient mother. Breathing seems unremarkable until you can't do it. We don't have to tell you what breathing is. You do it. It's happened your whole life. You typically don't have to think about it, but we do want you to think about it today. Deep breathing is the first part of our Spark Book daily practice. Each day we start the practice with three deep breaths. And it's funny because every time I talk about our Spark Book, I leave the breathing part out. So Michelle says she's going to educate us today on breathing and it's my fault. You can blame me for leaving it out as to It's not your education. fault. We're starting a series where we're going to tell you about the three parts of our morning practice in our spark book. And so this is just happens to be the first part that you just don't ever remember. <laughs> so one disclaimer. We are talking about the normal stress. This is not a mental health discussion. That's another episode for professionals of which we are not. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to tell you why it's important, how you can practice it, and then how you can actually intentionally use it. So we're going to do a little science again. Back to science. Yay, science. But this is more legit science than our science inertia, which was just a science metaphor. This is actual science. Well, that was science, too. Outside force, (laughs) Newton's third law. It's not like it was Yeah, but how we applied it. (laughs) It's not like it's a conspiracy theory. (laughs) All right. So the legit science that Michelle is talking about, you have an autonomic nervous system, which controls involuntary things like breathing, heart rate, digestion. Your autonomic nervous system is split into two parts. Right. So you have the sympathetic nervous system, which controls your fight or flight response and the parasympathetic, which controls your rest and relax response. When you're worried or upset or anxious, you feel it physically. There's a physical reaction in your body. Your heart starts to beat faster and faster. Sometimes you can get dizzy, blood rushes toward your brain and your heart. And this is the action of your fight or flight response, the sympathetic nervous system. Now that response was meant to kick in when we were being attacked by predators, you know, like saber-toothed tigers. Like and that the Nashville kind of predators. Yes. <laughs> But we're experiencing so much chronic low-level stress in our everyday lives that we have this continuous low-level activation of the stress response all the time. So our sympathetic nervous systems are constantly dumping cortisol and adrenaline into our bodies. And our bodies weren't designed to deal with that on an ongoing, constant, all-the-time basis. And that's where the deep breathing comes in. Deep breathing can activate our relaxation response to counter the stress response. It's not like a villain and a superhero. The stress response isn't a bad thing. We need it. We just don't need it all the time. That's right. So think about it as a car. Your stress response is a car driving down the highway and you don't want to be on the highway. You prefer the scenic back roads, right? Absolutely. So what do you do? You can do a couple of things. You eliminate the thing that's causing the stress response, sort of like leaving the room when your uncle starts talking politics. That's like taking your foot off the gas. So removing what's producing the stress is like taking your foot off the gas. You'll slow down and you'll eventually stop. 
But imagine instead putting your foot on the brake. That's what the relaxation response can do. It's a fast and effective way to interrupt that stress response by turning on the vagus nerve, which in turn powers up the parasympathetic nervous system. So here's where we get back to the deep breathing. Deep breathing turns on that vagus nerve enough that it acts as a break on the stress response. Now your breath isn't just part of your body's stress response, it's key to it. You can actually induce a state of anxiety or panic in someone just by having them take shallow deep breaths from their chest. In contrast, when you're breathing slow and deep, it actually stimulates the opposing parasympathetic reaction, the one that calms us down. Now, remember the two opposing systems, right? Sympathetic, parasympathetic, fight or flight versus rest and relax. Here's why I want you to understand them. The two parts of your nervous system can't be turned on at the same time, which means that if you work to turn one on, the other will be turning off. So that means that purposeful deep breathing can physically calm your body down if you're feeling stressed or anxious. It can interrupt and suppress the stress response of your body. I know that I could have just said deep purposeful breathing can physically calm your stress and anxiety, but I wanted you to hear all the big science words because I want you to understand that this just isn't a woo-woo activity. It's a tool that you can use to actually change your body's physical response to stress at any given moment. By taking deep breaths, your heart rate slows, more oxygen enters your bloodstream, and ultimately communicates with the brain to relax. Deep breathing also ups your endorphins, which is always good, your feel-good chemical. We like endorphins. We do like endorphins, but that's not all it does. There are seven more things that it does. Seven? Actually, there's, there's way more. I think I cut it to six, but there's way more, but I just took six that I thought were important. It relieves pain. Those endorphins that we mentioned a second ago are pain relievers. It stimulates your lymphatic system, which detoxes your body. It improves your immune system. Essentially, the cleaner your blood, the harder it is for illnesses to stay put in your system. It increases your energy. It can lower blood pressure and improve digestion. That's a lot going on. It is. With a few deep breaths. Right? Have I convinced you yet that deep breathing is good for you and important not to forget in our process? A bit. (laughs) A bit. A lot. So here's where we get practical and we tell you how to get those benefits. Deep breathing may be simple, but it takes practice for it to feel easy. So if it's new to you, it can be tough, but it can quiet your nervous system in a short amount of time, though it probably won't provide instant you know, relief from anxiety. The more you practice it, the better you get, and the more you'll be able to use it when you do need it to reduce your stress and calm yourself down. So how do you do it? There's a lot of different ways, but here's the most basic procedure for deep diaphragmatic breathing. And just for entertainment value, as I tell you, we're going to make him show you how to I do it. I was voluntold. You were voluntold that, that he's going to do, do it. This. Yes. So, and, and he actually objected. <laughs> he objected. Not to all of it, just to a part of it. <laughs> we'll see if you can guess right, the part I'm going to go it. lie flat on the floor. No, no, you're not. You're going to sit. It says so. It says sit in a comfortable position. Or if you are not Tim Hill, you can lie flat on the floor or your bed or other comfortable flat surfaces. Relax your shoulders. Put a hand on your chest and a hand on your stomach. Breathe in through your nose for about two seconds. You should feel the air moving into your stomach, into your abdomen, and making it expand. So during this type of breathing, make sure that your stomach is moving out while your chest remains relatively still. Purse your lips as if you're about to drink through a straw. I was holding my breath that whole time. (laughs) 
<laughs> you told me to take a deep breath and then you talk for a long time. Long time. That is causing stress. <laughs> Let okay. me do it again. Okay. okay. There you go. <laughs> Exhale slowly for about two seconds. And then just keep doing that over and over. So take several breaths like that at a time, even up to five minutes. So you just keep doing that until I wrap up the show. Okay. <laughs> okay. So now I've told you why you should do it and how you can learn to use your body's breathing to change your reaction to a stressful situation. And you can also use it to help you focus and control your thoughts. I use it anytime I'm starting to feel stressed or when I want to slow down my heart rate after exercise or when I want to go to sleep, like those particular times, those that I actually intentionally use it on purpose to do those things. I use it the same way in a lot of the yoga stuff and the working out I'm doing after the workout. There's a period of slower breathing to bring your heart rate back down. So I do that too. We include that in the Spark Book Micro Habit because we want you to take small, easy steps. That'll bring you into the wellness of your body, mind, and heart. Micro Habit not only sets the stage for the other two habits to be successful, but it helps us to learn and practice it daily. You can improve your physical health at the same time practicing it for your emotional help. It'll help that too and gain a ton of value from those deep breaths seems simple. It is simple, but it does a lot more than we think about. So today, your to-go cup takeaway, consider ways to form deep breathing micro habits into your day. Find a few minutes to breathe deep. Our box subscribers do that when they brew their coffee. When will you do it? When are you going to find the time to breathe? The next round of our Morning Moments matter box subscription is open so if you're interested in getting on the list in order to receive it in april <laughs> right? it will be the april the april, april box 1st. you can do that now and we will drop drop a link in the comments below and this deep breathing is the first part of that micro habit that we do while you brew your morning coffee that is true. So if you have any questions, just put them in the comments and we'll go from there. But thanks for joining us this morning. We do look forward to this every day to have our conversations with you every weekday morning at 7 a.m. Central Time. So come back tomorrow to join us again. That's right. And until then, remember that your best day starts this morning. Stay caffeinated, y'all. Why are we whispering? Bleh. <laughs> I knew at some point today I was going to Too much science. Get my <laughs> Too early for this much science. Science tangles the tongue. <laughs> you can learn to use it to bite. Bleh. Okay, start that whole sentence over. <laughs> That's going to get cut part. out of. <laughs> there we go. There's our, our bloopers for blooper the Blooper for the day. Sometimes words are hard. <laughs>